It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hi, everybody. Lizzie again. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. How are you doing today? Just a little invitation to check in with your body. I know so many times we're running around the house helping all the babies or the one baby (laughs) or the twins and, you know, listening to husband and, or we're working and coming back home and whatever you've got going, I just want to invite you to take a moment and come to the breath. Take a few deep breaths, maybe your first couple quality breaths all day. Some days can be like that. And just kind of scan your body for some sensation real quick. Today, I have a beautiful friend. Her name is Amy Watson, and I'm going to have her introduce herself for you. But first, I just wanted to express my gratitude. Amy has experienced um, both miscarriage and infant loss, and she's going to be speaking very authentically and bravely to us, um, sharing that with us. She's also a coach in that space for women who have experienced loss in their motherhood, um, specifically with their children. Um, you know, miscarriage and infant infant loss. So I'm I'm really grateful to have her here. This feels like a tender episode. Um, definitely, if this topic doesn't relate or feels triggering at all to your anxiety or depressiveness, feel free to come back to it at another time. But if this is something you'd like to hear um, a supportive discussion around and some t- kind of take home tips for you, then go ahead and stick around today. Amy, say hello. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me, and thank you for giving me that minute to just close my eyes and breathe. Oh, I'm glad you were. I love it. Now I'm I'm all relaxed. (laughs) Isn't it? It just makes for better conversation, and I notice that my clients will sometimes, in my membership, they'll sometimes like self-regulate and breathe before they raise their hand to get coaching, and I feel like they just drop straight to the point. There's a lot less chatting and like scatterbrainedness, so even though we love that too, and we can totally hold the space for all of it. It's wonderful how the body really does kind of even out the mind. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for being here, friend. Let's just hear from you. I'd love to have you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I I love what you're doing and who you're helping. And I, yeah, so my, I mean, my motherhood story is kind of an interesting one. My first four pregnancies were quite, I mean, I'm not going to say easy because being pregnant is yeah. rarely easy, but yeah. I felt grateful that, I mean, my, it, it was not 
very bad. Like I even thought about being a surrogate at, at some points where I was like, I could, I could totally help someone else yeah. um, have a baby. But during our fifth pregnancy, kind of a normal, also not nothing too exciting during that pregnancy. Um, and we had had four girls and then we were pregnant with the fifth girl and we were like, okay, this is what we do. We do girls. Yeah. And everything was, it was going good. Um, right up until the end of my pregnancy, I, uh, I was just nesting. Like my mom was, she'd flown in from Canada to, um, help us with the kids and help us when we went to the hospital. I was like 39 and a half weeks and just kind of had thought I felt feeling, thought I felt some contractions, thought maybe I was going into labor, um, but they kind of didn't go anywhere. And I realized that I hadn't felt the baby kicking um, in a while, but we'd had that happen before where like baby was napping and, you know, they do the little buzzer thing on your belly. I don't know if you've had that, but um, yeah. So we made an appointment to go in and get checked and, unfortunately, um, did find out that our baby had passed away probably sometime during that night where I thought I was having contractions. Um, we think that something had happened with the placenta, uh, maybe abrupting partially. So I didn't have any signs or symptoms, um, but our daughter had passed away. So we went ahead and induced labor we got to have her and hold her, um, meet her and see like her little chubby cheeks and her, mm. she had all kinds of hair and little toes and Beautiful. we had our, our daughters come and meet her. Um, she, you know, those little girls were, I think nine, eight, six, and three. And so they were very excited for their baby sister. And I think that was one of the hardest things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as a mom, you're just like, oh, my gosh, how do you tell these little sweet kids um, that this has happened? But um, they came and met her. We took pictures. And that's something I really encourage, I mean, people to do. And I actually volunteer now and help people right after their babies pass in the hospital. And, like, it's just you have such a short time to make memories. And you're in so much shock that, mm-hmm. you know, you just you don't know what to do. But we had some people that came and helped us and we did. So we did all that we could. Um, yeah. And then, so just moved into, yeah, my first real experience with grief and, um, just navigating all of that and also trying to help my kids navigate that and navigating a relationship while you're both grieving. And, um, so yeah, it was, it was tough, um, to say the least. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I could easily say the hardest thing I've ever been through. Yeah, so I can, I can imagine that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm, I'm sure we'll hear more as, as we go through the episode. I wanted to both um, sensitively to Amy's story here and also sensitive to the listeners. Just a reminder that if you are pregnant and expecting and you have anxiety, um, don't use this episode as a way to indulge that anxiety. And so um, if you're going to be listening, it, my hope is that it's because you've experienced this and you're wanting to get some help with it. So again, just like a little tipping my hat to how anxiety can sometimes lead us down a rabbit hole that really makes things worse, not better. Um, so just wanted to kind of put that out there because I know what it's like to be kind of controlled by anxiety in ways that aren't healthy or helpful. Just checking in, helping you guys self-regulate. Thank you so much, Amy, for sharing that. So where where would you like to take today? What what do you do in your coaching practice and what how do you typically help women and what do you have to say to those who might have um, experienced a stillbirth or any form of infant loss, whether it's miscarriage at any stage, honestly? Yeah, well, first, I just like to touch on to what you said. I hope that I know it like it seems really scary to say I had this totally normal pregnancy and this was the outcome. Um, I think there is power in knowledge. And and so sometimes we want to, I mean, um, just know like this does happen. Losses happen. And there are some things we can do to prevent them if that's something like that would help you feel less anxious. Um, But I think that something that happens for a lot of people when they do go through loss is it's very isolating um, because you feel like people don't talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. We as a society don't want to talk about babies dying um, because it's not a very pleasant subject. Um, But I think the more like open we can be and, you know, the more we can share, um, it really helps. So, yeah, I help women who have been through any kind of loss. And I think um, there's so many ways that I call it baby loss. I think that's a good umbrella term just because there, there might be someone who's going through fertility treatments and like their embryo doesn't thaw and that's a loss of a baby, you know? Um, and then, you know, up to like an older um, baby that's been born and passes away for whatever reason. So, and a lot of times we, we kind of put it in a hierarchy of like, well, you know, one's more painful than the other one's, you know, yeah, more legitimate, I guess. And that's another thing that I think talking about it really helps is, um, understanding that it's so individual. So a lot of times I really want to help women understand that it doesn't matter if your loss was at six weeks or six months old. Um, a loss is a loss and you're allowed to grieve it and, there's no rush and there's no timetable. Um, cause I think 
there's some outside judgment from people around us, like they want us to be better or they will minimize um, the loss, especially the earlier losses and think that it's, it's not that big a deal or that you can just try again and that'll fix it. Um, but just giving yourself the space and the permission to grieve that child and also grieve like a future that you don't get to have. So, um, that's, that's a lot of what I do is help because again, it's like when you lose a baby, um, especially during pregnancy, you don't have like a lot of memories. You don't have the good times to look back on. You don't have a lot of pictures or you know, so you're kind of grieving all your dreams. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of a different um, type of grief. So um, I really like to help people be confident as they go through the grieving process that, number one, like I said, it's it's okay to grieve this baby as long as you need to. Um, and then just... Yeah, being able to navigate through a world that really doesn't acknowledge our grief very well. So, yes, and let let's talk about that for just a minute. Um, grief is it can be a superpower to feminine the feminine, um, but when we deprive ourselves of grief, or when we try to stuff our grief into a certain timeline, or a certain process, or a certain container, or when we compare our grief to that of others it really messes with your body and your brain. You get a lot of stuckness and a lot of stagnation because your body is a, it's, it's not, I was going to say it's a machine, but what I really mean by it's not a machine, but it, it is, uh, it is so it's a processor. Your body is a phenomenal processor. We call the brain a processor, but honestly, your body can process big loads of emotion. It's just a matter of learning how to move it through your body. Um, and so anyway, I just, I think because even though I don't typically help with infant loss, although it does come across in my coaching occasionally, um, there is enough, there is a lot of grieving we do postpartum. Um, even again, even if you haven't experienced baby loss at all, there's lots of grieving of your past life and grieving of your marriage and what it felt like before this baby, grieving your sex life and your intimacy and your pleasure before baby, um, grieving, you know, the help you used to be able to have or the, the work life you used to have that you don't have anymore. Um, so there's grief everywhere postpartum, infant loss and baby loss or not. So I definitely think it's, it's, uh, it's high time that we we be the ones as women to lead our society in showing what grief can look like and in honoring our grief. Yeah. And I always say that, I mean, grief is very patient. If you don't address it, if you do shove it or like try to cover it in chocolate or Mm -hmm. um, just try to tell yourself that (laughs) you don't have the right to grieve, it's going to, it's going to pop back up and it'll wait for you. It'll wait for another time. Um, so yeah, I think it's so important to just address the grief and also really focus. So I talk a lot about emotional energy and I think it sounds like you do too, Mm -hmm. but when you're grieving and you're postpartum, um, so for many people, again, no matter when 
your loss happens if it's earlier. I mean, there's still, there's a lot of hormones, there's bleeding, there's, your body goes through a lot if it's later. And people are usually surprised that it's not, I mean, if you're somewhere in your second trimester and you lose a baby, oftentimes like your milk still comes in. Um, You still have all these postpartum things happening. Um, You just don't have the baby. So you're grieving and going through all this, these physical changes and hormonal changes. Yes. I, I, you know, I haven't walked through it, like I said. And so I don't think of those little micro moments. And that's why we're so glad to have you here, Amy, to just speak to this very specific, um, grief process that a mama would go through that's lost a baby. And again, just re-emphasizing for everyone listening, it's not just miscarriage or a still a stillbirth. This is also um, a ch- a losing a baby at any stage that, you know, is that right, Amy? I just want to make sure I'm checking in with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So we've talked quite a bit about grief and about the importance of of holding that space for our grief, but that's so much easier said than done. And so, um, what do you have to share with us today as far as, um, how we can go about grieving and support ourselves, um, and even have others support us through, through this very unique time of grief and this very unique type of postpartum experience? Yeah, well, I definitely recommend that people do get support, whatever that looks like. And a lot of times when we go through the loss of a baby, uh, we don't find support maybe in the places we normally would. Uh, a lot of people will lean on their their spouse or their best friends or their family, but maybe they don't understand or maybe they're grieving too. So I really encourage people to look for support that fits what you need, whether it is like an online support group or a coach or a therapist, definitely get support and then give people grace. Uh, Like I said, the people around you, if, if they're not going to be, don't expect them to be your support. Uh, That brings up a lot of pain for people. Um, I think when they're just like, why aren't the people closest to me able to give me what I need? Um, it's okay to look somewhere else. So that's, I mean, my first tip that I think can take a lot of pressure off of those relationships that you have in your life because grief definitely affects our relationships. Oh my gosh. Um, Can I just speak in to that? Because I I totally just want to second that you guys. I think the, the most, the, the most naive, I honestly didn't know differently, but also the, the thing that added the most drama and darkness to my depression, even before I got a diagnosis was I felt entitled to family and close friends helping me through. But the truth is they don't, for the most part, our friends and family aren't familiar with depression Or for example, infant loss and grief, this is very specialized. Even postpartum depression is quite specialized. First of all, half the planet don't birth children. And then the other half, not all of them experience this depression. Um, And then many of the women that have experienced it have already passed on, right? Like our grandmothers and great grandmothers. And so um, just with looking around what we work with, the, the professionals that can set up a container, again, whether it's a therapist or a support group or a coach, I can't emphasize and echo that enough, Amy, because um, 
I think what brought me a different layer of grief when I was in my depression was just how unsupported I felt by my family. And in hindsight, if I could turn that around and see how much support really was available, how many professionals were sitting there waiting to help me and would love to help me, um, that had the perfect experience to help me. And that's such a heavy task to put on your husband, um, to put on your mom, to put, you know, and it's not like it's wrong to have needs of these people, but just really, like you said, Amy, understanding that um, the container of those relationships is not a fit for this amount and this specified type of grief. And so it serves you and them um, and especially you to, to find a container and a program or a course or a coaching package or whatever, um, with a person that you like and trust that, that, that fits better. Oh my gosh. Yes. Amen to that. A hundred percent. So yeah, that goes right into another, um, thing that I think really helps is just being really gentle with yourself. And we say that phrase, but to me, what it means is, um, Honestly, lowering expectations. Lowering expectations. Right? Yes. I mean, and that maybe gets a bad rap too, but I think, and grief does this for us in a way, if we allow it to, it's just like, it strips away all the stuff that really doesn't matter um, and brings us back to the things that are most important. So Absolutely. just being um, really, really kind to yourself not judging yourself as you grieve because you're already grieving. You're already sad. Um, you're dealing with maybe the postpartum things. And then we're telling ourselves, well, I'm, I'm doing it wrong or I should be better by now. Right. We put a timeline on it. Um, I really encourage people not to put a timeline on it, not to judge yourself, not to feel like you're doing it wrong. And, as women, we're really good at, at telling ourselves we're doing it wrong no matter what. So a lot of people will be, you know, upset that they're still sad, but then also upset when they have good days and they're happy or they're laughing or they don't think about their baby for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, then that, that I call it angel mom guilt, but it's like mom guilt with an extra layer on it. Yeah. Like, I can't be happy like my baby died Um, and so it's like we're not allowing joy and we're not allowing the pain and we're judging ourselves for all of it so when I say be gentle with yourself I say just be kind to yourself just take a breath and understand this is hard and it's okay that it's hard and you're just gonna love yourself through it because that's gonna make things so much easier Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grief is, in my opinion, is meant to happen in the body. And when you let the brain try to to think your way through the grief, not like, you know, thinking of, of beautiful memories, that's part of it. They work together to some degree, um, but the brain can definitely rob you of the grief. It can distract and pull you into comparing your grief to other women or to comparing your grief to your expectations of what you thought your grief would be. And it's just, it can be, it can be very robbing and which really just prolongs the process. And, um, and yeah, we want, we want to be in that deep grief because then it does allow us to come back into joy. And that's the yin and the yang, you know, the opposite in all things, the masculine and the feminine, the grief and the joy, the light and the dark easier said than done for sure. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I appreciate that you point that out. That's really good. Yeah, and then I want people also to remember that you are still a mother. Um, When you have, I mean, probably most of everyone listening here has living kids also, but we want to remember that you can still mother that baby even when they aren't in your arms. And that can look different, again, super individual, but it's okay to name your baby if you haven't already. just so you have, if you want to, and it's okay to not name your baby, you can still celebrate them. You can find ways to remember them and keep them alive in your life. You can still talk about them if you want to, and you can not talk about them um, if you don't want to. For a lot of people, this question, how many kids do you have? Um, Totally innocent question. It's like small talk, right? But for someone who has lost a child, you're kind of like a deer in the headlights. Like, Mm -hmm. what do I say? Mm -hmm. How do I answer this? And do I want to tell this lady in the grocery store, like my whole backstory, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think just deciding on purpose that you are still a mother, um, that baby still matters, and you get to parent them however you want to. Um, and being confident in that is something I really help my clients in is just being confident as a parent of someone who other people can't see. Yeah, I love that. Oh, you have such a great way of talking about this. I wanted to comment on something I, uh, this kind of ties in, something I learned recently. Anciently, in some cultures, um, and specifically, I have Nordic roots, uh, so I come from a lot of Danish ancestry. And in that, culture, and we're talking like Viking times, you know, like 800s, 900s, but there was um, this belief that women were, and this wasn't unique to to the Nordic tribes, but that women were sort of this vessel that kind of bridged the gap between heaven and earth. Just because we have so many spiritual gifts and capacities when we're fully embodied And we also have this task of birthing children and sometimes they go back, you know, they come to our bodies and then they go back to heaven 
or sometimes they come through our bodies and they land on earth. And so we are this vessel. And, and so, um, you know, just sort of normalizing, not, not again, not invalidating, taking away pain, but recognizing that this is part of the job description of the, of the woman is this vessel. And so, um, I really do hope that if you are grieving deeply, that you can get support in it because, um, this is the hard part of our job. Sometimes, you know, we have this beautiful capacity to bring children to earth. And then there's all these tricky things that come around that, whether it be infertility to baby loss at any stage. Um, and then parenting is hard too, but specifically with the baby loss and um, pregnancy loss, I definitely want to encourage you guys to seek out a container that you feel called to, and not just a container, but a person, right? Like a human. That's really, I mean, the best research shows, or the research has shown for a long time that therapy versus coaching versus this versus that, it's the medium isn't as important as your connection with the professional and, you know, how, how much in belief you are that, that they can help you. So on that note, Amy, would you tell us, um, where people can find you to learn more, to draw a little bit closer to you, if they feel a connection to you, if they feel, feel called to maybe consider working with you, how they can do that. Yeah. And I just want to add on to exactly what you said, yeah. um, remembering you are not alone, yeah. This this kind of loss feels so isolating, but there are so many people out there who do understand and want to help. And I am one of them. Um yeah. I do feel like this is a path like losing my daughter and then I also lost another baby at 14 weeks. Um I feel like this is my path that I was put on was to help other women. So right. my um everything's smooth stones. So there's smoothstonescoaching.com is my website. You can sign up for a consult call there. I'm on Instagram at amy.smoothstonescoaching. And we have a lot going on over there. And then I also have a podcast called Smooth Stones where I teach moms who have been through this um, just skills to live a beautiful life after loss, which is totally possible. And I just want to say that there is hope for that if you're struggling, um, if you're sad, if you feel like you haven't been able to to kind of get through the grieving process. Um, there's always hope and life is good and grief is just, <clears throat> sorry, you're fine. grief is love. And they say it's grief is just love with nowhere to go. Um, but I think it's so important to realize that you can turn that that pain into love. You can learn to love the pain um, and not not fight it. And and I think that that is a beautiful process. And it is part of why we're here. And it's it's an amazing skill to have, to be honest. So um, I just want to send love and hope to anyone out there listening who who's going through this right now or who has been through it. Thank you so much. And we'll get at least one link for for Amy in the show notes. So probably the consult link, just in case you want to go chat with her right away. We'll get that in the show notes. So thank you so much, Amy. I love the hope that you bring. I am so, like I said before, I really am truly grateful as somebody who hasn't experienced myself. I have not experienced to date, um, infant loss at any stage miscarriage. And so I 
I'm just really grateful as the postpartum coach who definitely feels and sees the need for support in this area that you could come to the podcast and speak to it and um, offer your help and just share. So thank you so much. We're so grateful that you could come talk to us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And you guys can get a hold of Amy in the show notes. And as always, if you're more depressive and anxious and you're wanting support with that with me um, and all the body work, it's over in the membership. You'll hear that on the outro. So love you guys and we'll see you next week. Have a beautiful day. Hi, my darling friend, Lizzie here. If you love the content here on my podcast, then you need to check out the Postpartum Coach membership. My membership is where you can bridge the gap between listening and understanding healing postpartum on a logical level and then applying it and feeling change. That's what we do in the membership. The most valuable tool that I have for you in my membership by far is the postpartum anxiety course. It's my course where I walk you through my three-part postpartum healing process. You can watch or listen to the course. I made it for moms, digestible and to the point. Then you've got a private podcast, a members-only Facebook community, as well as the trifecta of postpartum healing, weekly coaching, meditation, and yoga. You do not want to miss my membership if you are postpartum and are serious about healing. So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash membership today and step into your healing. That's lizzielangston.com forward slash membership. I'll see you inside, my love. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details